Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Christian Bay Podcast. Today, I have a special guest for you guys, and I'm so excited for you guys to meet her. How about you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, guys. My name is Chanel. I'm the owner of My Lavish Main Hair Company. I'm excited to be here with Jasmine and Christian Bay and talking <laughs> to you guys. So I'm just ready to get into it. All right, guys. I'm so excited to interview her. She has an awesome hairline. So we're just going to jump right into the questions for our Know Your Business series. So the first question that I have for you, Chanel, is what is your business, which you already told us is a hair business, but what is the history and how did it get started? Um, so I started my hair company back in 2014. I actually started it um, when I found that I was pregnant with my daughter. I was working one job um, at a clothing boutique, but I was making like less than $10 an hour. So me being pregnant now, I'm like, okay, well, I need you know, more money, something right. to, you know, compensate. So it started out as just like a side hustle. And then five years later, it's grown into like my passion. So that's how it started out. That's good. And actually, I won't even ask you that right now. I'm going to ask you that later though. So right now with your business, can you truly say, or have you ever been asked whether or not God is the CEO of your business? Um, I have not been asked that, but I definitely am working towards that. I listen to your podcast. So I listen to a lot of podcasts these days and I pray a lot more um, than I previously did when I first started. I go to church a little bit more, not every Sunday, but I do go to church a little bit more than I was before. And um, I do see that when God, when, when people put God into their business or into their life and just in general, you see different things, you get different results. Like, you know, yeah. so I've, I've really been working towards getting on that, that path of having God be my CEO. That's good. And I'm glad that you answered that way because a lot of people you know, automatically would say, well, yeah, God is the CEO of my business. And people rarely want to say, well, no, he's not. Because I feel like now it's like a trend to say that, oh, yeah, God is in the midst of this or God told me to do this. So I'm happy that you were like authentic. And it's just like, well, it could be better, but he's not the CEO yet. So I want to ask, like, what are some steps that you're going to take to make him the CEO for like other listeners that have a business and may feel the same way, but they want to make God the CEO? Like, what would you advise them to do or what are some tips and strategies that you're using? Um, one thing that I have been noticing a lot lately is just trusting the process and like listening to that little voice in the back of your head because at first I used to just say you know something's telling me to do this something's telling me to reach out to this person something's telling me to add this product but like it's not just something like that's God telling yeah. you to do what you're doing so I would definitely say to listen to that little voice in the back of your head or your intuition or whatever you want to call it I would say listen to it because that is God telling you to do what you're needing to do for your business even if it's something off the wall crazy like just listen um that's the biggest thing that i would say because a lot of the time i overthink a lot of stuff and when i'm when i pray about it or when i talk to god about it like it things just start to click yeah and it's like okay you need to just stop overthinking and just do it and god's telling me to do it so that's my biggest thing is just listen to god listen to that voice in the back of your head 
and just go for it. So has there ever been an experience where the voice in the back of your head, which we know is God, has told you to do something and you did it and then you saw the results and what were the results? Like, was it, were you excited that you listened and did it? Like, what was that whole story? If that's ever happened. Um, it's actually happened a few times uh, where I just kind of took a leap and, and just did something. Um, when I went to the uh, hair show last year, the Burner Brooks hair show last year, mm-hmm. I went with my best friend. And it was, really was just a spur of the moment type of thing. Like, I had heard about the hair show for a while, but I didn't book my flight, my ticket for a hotel till like a few days before. And God just was so God was like, you know, you need to just go. Like, this is an opportunity. I had the money to go, but there was really no reason for me not to go. So I, I went. We got a hotel. I went to the show. I ended up meeting up with one of the influencers that I had previously used um, for my business, and we ended up getting a really good relationship. And now she promotes here for me, and that's bringing a lot of sales and stuff to my company as well. And so we have a good relationship. So if I didn't go, I just feel like, that would not have happened. And it's really good, of course, in any type of industry. It's the people that you know a lot of the time. So it it worked out really well for me to meet her and actually build a genuine relationship with her because yeah. she helps my business. So I really think that at the end of the day, that was God. That was just like, girl, go. Yeah. Get on that plane and go to the hair show and you never know what could happen. I built a lot of relationships that way, just reaching out to people. Because I... I I'm not a shy person, but, you know, it's really hard to just reach out to somebody that you don't know and ask them for something, you know? So a lot of times I, of course, listen to the voice in the back of my head telling me to just reach out. You know, the only thing that they can say is no. That's the worst thing that they can say. Exactly. You never know what could happen. So I I listen to that a lot of times. The voice in the back of my head just tells me to just go for it, reach out to this person, do that, you know? So I, I think that was one of the really good times that, um, I listened to, to God and he told me, you know, what to do. And in that sense, I would say that that means that God is the CEO of your business because he's literally navigating you and like guiding you and telling you, okay, do this. And once you do one step that God tells you to do, that leads to another step that he's going to show you to do. And that unlocks a new door. And a lot of times people don't realize that God blesses us through relationships through other people. And that's why it's so important to get out and to network like you did when you went to the hair show, because I'm pretty sure the girl that you met also gave you some tips for your hair business and who knows what else she did to help your hair business grow. So the whole time you just listening to that one voice that God, or that one thing that God told you to do, it unlocked so much more. Right. Exactly. So it's really like pushing past that fear and seeing that he has something behind the fear. And then not only that, as your business grow, I'm pretty sure we both know there'll be more things that he'll tell you to just, okay, step out and do. But when you do it one time and you see the reward, it makes it easier to do it again and do it again and do it again. Yes, ma'am. And now I've worked with a few different um, influencers or people that have a, a, a large following on Instagram and so on and so forth. And now it just comes kind of naturally to me to just reach out to them and just be like, hey, you know, this is what's going on. I want to work with you. And either they're going to say yes or they're going to say no. Exactly. And I end up building a lot of relationships that way. So I just 
keep it going on that. And then another thing is if they say no, because sometimes that's what people are scared of hearing. Nobody wants to hear the word no, because they feel like that means you're a failure. But if they say no, you're in the same predicament that you were in when they asked. So it's not like it made you any worse. Like, okay, yeah, like, I'm losing out on anything, and that's what I try to tell people all the time. Also, like, even if they say no, okay, that's cool, they didn't want to work with you, somebody else will. Mm-hmm. Like, you're one step closer to that, yes, right. So, I know you said you just started going to church and you just started like praying and like, um, reading, trying to read the word. So, if you could think of one Bible verse to represent your business morals or like what you want your business to stand for. What would it be? Like, even if you don't know, like, what book or what verse it is, if you could think of a quote out of the Bible that you heard or anything that represents your business morals and what you want your business to stand for. Um, let me think now, because you're going to put me on the spot. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> Take your time. Um, I really, uh, one that I, one that I heard, I actually just heard it, like, two, two. Two minutes. I actually watched the Facebook video and Steve Harvey was saying, um, lazy, what did you say? Laziness or people that sleep and have their hands tied, poverty. I don't know mm-hmm. exactly how it goes, but something like that. And I, I really, that, that touched me because I can't be lazy. Like, I, I feel myself being lazy at times and things that I know I should be doing, I don't do. And he was saying, Steve Harvey was saying, you know, people, you, you, you can't sleep eight hours a day when you know that you have a business that you're trying to grow. And that just really hit me. Like, I, I literally just heard that like five minutes ago. And I really took to that because I can't be lazy. I know, I feel myself being lazy and I can't do that. And another Bible verse that I heard, I don't know the the verse itself, but um, faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody knows that one. Yeah. So I know I pray about my stuff and I pray about what I need um, for my business and what I need for myself to grow my business, but I can't not work for it. I have to go out and go get what I just prayed for. So those are two things that I really take to the heart when it comes to my business. That's good. And one thing that I like to tell people um, in the aspect of like business is that there's this Bible verse because I can remember a whole bunch of verses. But if you ask me exactly what book and what verse number it is, I'm going to be like, listen, I'm reading to understand what it's saying, not focused on the numbers like it's in there. That's what I know. It's in there. And there's this Bible verse and it talks about investing. And it said this guy gave one guy like one piece of gold and another guy two pieces of gold and another guy. Um, I think actually he gave all of them one piece. Don't quote me y'all, but he gave all of them one piece and two of the guys invested their one piece. They like, they like planted it into something. And the guy that had one, his turned to two. And then another guy, his turned to five, but one guy just kept his one block of gold. So when the owner of the gold came back and met with the three guys, the other two guys was like, Hey, I took what you gave me and I flipped it. And then the one guy was like, well, I didn't want to waste it. So I just held it. And he was just like, that was useless. You didn't bring me back any more profit. Like you did nothing with what I gave you. And I always share that with people that have a business because a lot of times people fear investing into their business, but not even realizing that investing is also the works behind your faith. You have to know that if you plant this financial seed, God is going to give it back to you tenfold. Mm -hmm. So when we get off the phone, I'm going to text it to you exactly because now I should have, I should know what it is because I talk about it so much, but I just be like, girl, I don't, 
it's in there i'll text it to you but yes it talks about investing and i feel like that's also a very important aspect of your business and it you saying faith without works is that made me think of that verse specifically so i think that's really really good for like your business morals so another question that i have for you is what type of legacy do you want to leave behind because i know you said you have a daughter yeah so i me personally, myself, outside of my business, I like to encourage people. I like to build people's confidence, especially women. Um, so I really want my message within my lavish name to stand um, when I'm when I'm no longer doing it, when I'm gone. You know, yeah. I want that legacy to be. Is everybody needs to feel beautiful, look beautiful, be confident, feel confident, and I'm. A lot of it starts with just your hair, like, and that's another thing that made me want to go into the hair business also because I know how much I love getting my hair done and get my hair slayed and how good I feel when my hair is done. So I want other people to feel that way as well, and I want that to carry on forever. Yeah, um, like a permanent people, confidence, right? Like when you get into this lavish hair, you are gonna feel like a lavish lady, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I really want that to stand up. For my company, no matter when or where somebody hears my lavish name, that's what I want them to think of. Yeah, and I love that because it's like hair with a purpose. You're not just jumping on a trend, or you're not jumping on a trend anyway because you've been in the game for five years at this point. But you know, that's something that's very popular right now. And it's like yours has a purpose behind it. Like, I want you to feel more confident when you're in this hair. So it's like, you're cute, but you're also more confident and you got that from my brand. So I think that's great that it's not just, oh, I'm just giving you this hair just to give you this hair just to make a quick dollar. Right, exactly. And it's a lot of that going on. And that that actually makes it a lot harder for a lot of people for any type of business. Because anything these days, there's a lot of people that are trying to start their own businesses, genuinely trying to start a business and build a brand. and um, there are a lot of people that just want to make some money off of something. So mm-hmm. I want to be set outside of the people that just want to make money. Even though that's how I started, because I didn't really know too much about the hair game. I just know, you know, I bought hair and mm-hmm. I wore hair. But now it actually grew into, you know, being a brand in itself. So with so many people, you know, selling hair and everything like that, how do you stay focused and not let that discourage you? It was really hard, actually, and it's, I'm not going to say it's still hard, but it was it was really hard because it definitely discouraged me for a moment in time when I see last year, I did so well with my business, with my sales and everything like that, and it's just like, within the last year or so, there's been a lot of hair companies that have come up, and it's, I've seen that it's taken away from mine, and I'm, I didn't like that, but I'm just like, okay, well, I have to work harder to make sure that people understand that I'm not just here for a few months and then once I get my money, I'm out. This is a long-lasting thing. So it really, I had to think about my mission and what I'm trying to do, and that's what kept me encouraged and not made me lose sight of what I'm trying to do. Exactly. And we actually touched on this in one of my Know Your Ministry episodes because another thing that's very popular right now is like, women empowerment events and stuff like that and girl meetups or some people call it like mixers and stuff like that that's very popular and when we're touching on it we're talking about how it's important to focus on your lane because 
the audience or the clients that God has for you, they're specifically for you. And nobody else can get the people that he has for you. So I like that you said it was discouraging, but now you're back focused on what you have. Because another thing that I also think is that when God allows us to see people who may be kind of in the same industry or same lane as us, I feel like that's him provoking us. Because now, like you said, it makes you focus on, okay, what is my brand? What is my brand about to stand for? I need them to know this is not just something temporary. This is long lasting. So it really makes you dive deeper into you and what you have going on. And ultimately, that's what God wants us to do. If it's something we're passionate about, if the business we have, he wants us to fully be into it. So we'll be provoked by others, but all that would do is pull out a new side of creativity in us. So I think that's great that you tapped into that or touched on that. And another question that I have is what's the hardest part about running a business and what motivates you to keep pushing? There's a lot of hard. (laughs) 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 No, but honestly, it's my, for, for me personally, my biggest thing is trying to stay consistent. And Ooh, that's um, a word. Oh my, I've been talking about that word all day. That is the word of the season, consistency. Consistency is so hard. It's so hard. And it's it's very rewarding once you see, you know, you're being consistent and you're doing what you're supposed to do and things like that. But at the same time, like, it's a lot of work to stay consistent in what you're doing, especially when it's so easy to get lazy. It's really hard to stay consistent and really easy to get lazy. So you just have to know, what you're doing, what what you're trying to do. Like for me personally, right now, I'm trying to rebrand my whole Instagram page. And it's hard because you have to create the content that you know your users want to see. Yeah. And it's it's hard because it's it's not just me posting pictures. Like I can't just post random pictures all day long. I can but at the same time, I want people to see a storyline between my pictures or some kind of aesthetic. So it, it, it makes it a little bit harder, but it's worth it in the end because when people come to my page, they say, oh, my God, your page is so pretty. Or, you know, it's visually as appealing. Mm-hmm. People want to see it. Yeah, people, people want to see it. So that's a, that's a struggle. Consistency is definitely a struggle for me. Um, what's another one that I got? Okay. I've always been a procrastinator, and I always used to say, you know, I work so well under pressure, but at the same time, I don't have to work under pressure. Like, I know what I need to do, and I know that I can plan it out, but I always wait till the last minute to get something done, and people don't see that because that's me doing my stuff, and when I put it out, people feel like, oh my God, that's so nice, and they don't know that I just did that five minutes ago, but... To me, it's just like I could have did so many other things within the time frame that I had, but I waited until the last minute and now I'm just putting out whatever. And I hate that I do that sometimes. So that's something that I've really been working on is trying to plan my stuff out. I bought myself a nice planner where I can write my things down and get myself together and and do it the way I'm supposed to do it. And I'm still working on it because I know at times I really waiting like I'm not supposed to, but I'm working on it. Um. Being patient is another thing that, um, a struggle that I have because, of course, in the, today's society and this generation, we want things right when we want it, and mm-hmm. it's not always going to happen or come when you want it. So, I have taught myself how to be a little bit more patient in what I'm doing. Like, I might not get that sale right then and there, but you know, it's coming. 
And so I just have to, I taught myself, I'm still teaching myself how to be a patient person when it comes to business. Um, money is also a struggle. Money is always a struggle. Uh, I'm not making six figures off of my hair like I wish that I could. But not yet. It's coming. Not yet. Not yet. That yet is the key word. And, um, you know, money, you know, money makes, you have to spend money to make money. So right. I have, just like you were saying before, you need to invest into your business. And, you know, a lot of things in my earlier years, I didn't know where to put my money. Like, I would make money, but I wasn't putting it into the right areas to make more money. So that's something that I I figured out was a problem with running my business is that I wasn't putting my money into the right, putting it back into the right places. So that's a struggle that I had that I'm trying to overcome as well. That's good. And I think the first step in overcoming the struggles is identifying the struggles. So it's like, this is something that I need to work on. And then once you accept that, then you can start working on that. Cause I know for me, one thing you were talking about, um, like with time management and like posting and stuff and you got a planner, Another thing that would help, um, the Google apps, I'm pretty sure you got a Google, a Gmail, um, you can download the Google calendar app on your phone. And then like, I do mine on Sunday. So I'll like time out or plan out everything that I have to do for that week. And then my Google calendar will notify me that like 30 minutes before it notifies me, you have to do this at this time, or it's time to post on social media. So that's just something else. Cause I, like I have a planner as well, but I don't always have my planner on me. If I'm in the mall or something like that, you don't have it on you. So you always have your phone though. So Google calendar is really good. And you can either update your calendar on your computer or you can do it on your phone and it notifies you. And that's a way to like keep up with everything. Yes, definitely. Because I, I write on my planner and I, I was taking my planner in my car with me. But I mean, obviously you can't, you can't carry it. It's a big planner. I can't carry it with me everywhere. So that's definitely a good um, idea to put myself into my phone. On your phone, yeah. Um, because I, I take my phone with me everywhere. So, yeah. yeah, and I, I know that'll definitely, that'll definitely help you. Um, with time management and like not procrastinating because as soon as it pop up just like do it then so yes, and I saw sorry to cut you it's off. okay I saw um, a video of someone I'm not sure who it was that was talking but I don't know how true this is but the girl said there's something in our minds that if we think about something we have to do it within the first five seconds oh yeah I watched that it. video I love that video yes and that that every time I know that I have to do something, I try to think about that. Like, okay, you got five seconds. Yeah, because right your mind is switched to something else. Right. I um, love that. That's on YouTube. Yes, that's on YouTube. I mean, as an entrepreneur, our mind got to be all over the place. Like, it's so much to do. So much. Yes. So. Just me doing it by myself is just hard. Because, you know, you got so many things that you're trying to do at the same time. And that's another, that's another struggle I'm going to put right there. Prioritize what I need to do because um, I got so much stuff to do I need to create an email I need to plan a photo shoot I need to add new products I need to hit up my vendor I need to do this to this to this and it's like okay what I need to do first which yeah. one goes first like I'm trying to do them all at the same time and that's just not an effective way to do it so that's a struggle of my own as well as being able to prioritize what I need to do yeah and if you try to do it all at one time that can be like overwhelming 
Exactly. So it's like I would prioritize it by like time sensitivity and then by like what needs to be done the most. So what has a time limit on it? And then after that, okay, well, this is more important than this. So I'll get this done and probably break it down to like three to five per day. So it's not overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So uh, another another question that I have is, and I only have two more questions. What's okay. one thing that you accomplished in your business that shocked you? Um, shocked me. So when I looked at my numbers last year, what I did, I didn't realize that I had did so well. And I did five figures last year for just hair. Now I have a full-time job and I do hair. So when I look back at it for the year, I was like, wow, I actually did that. Like I, I really did that. I made money off of it. And it's like, it was just so crazy to me because at the time, like last year, I had launched the site that I have now. I had just launched it, and I I didn't know, you know, what to expect. Like, I, I was doing it for five years, but I had stopped for a while and then started back. So in 2017, I started back um, really doing it and being focused on it here and building a brand and so on and so forth. So in 2018, last year, I launched my site. And after a while, I just started noticing that I was just getting orders just left and right and left and right and left and right. And I'm just like, oh, my goodness, like people are really like really wanting to wear my hair and then they're tagging me in it. And it was just like so much of an accomplishment. Like I'm, I have a whole company. Like mm-hmm. I really have a company right now. This is under me and this is all me. And I'm just so proud of myself. And it, it, it was just a surreal feeling like, wow, like I did that. Like I, it, I'm still shocked. Like, I'm still shocked. Like, girl, you have a company right now. A like, whole business. That's what you, like, girl, that was really, a, like, a shining star moment for me because I didn't know that I was capable of doing that beforehand, and it just happened. And I just kept going with it. Like, I was like, okay, I can't stop now. Like, I got to keep going. Yeah, like, I got to stay consistent more, like, with it. Right. Like, I got to keep going. So that really that really touched me in the fact that I was getting orders from people. When I got my first out-of-state order, I think it was Washington. And I'm like, I'm in Florida, Deltona, Florida. Nobody don't know where Deltona, Florida is. <laughs> and I'm getting an order from somebody in Washington State, way across the country. And that's when I knew, okay, this is serious. Like, I need to take this serious. People are looking at me. People I don't even know are, are watching yeah. my business. And I knew that I had to keep on from that. All right. So my next question, my last question is, where do you see your business this time next year? What are three goals that you want to have accomplished by this time next year? Um. So next year, that's pretty 2020. <laughs> 2020, that's like right around the corner. Um, next year, I, I want to have, um, I want to have... I want to have my girls like I really want to create a family environment with my business and I want to have like the same girls always and I want to create even if they're just employees or brand ambassadors or people that help me or whatever you want to call them I want to have my family my lavish family with me that will continue to go on with me and support me in my business throughout the whole entire journey so that's one thing that I want um second thing is I want to have um, financial freedom to be able to do whatever it is that I need to do as far as a photo shoot or adding to the site or 
going on business trips or lunches, meetings, mixers, whatever. I want to be able to have the financial freedom to do what I need to do. Um, another thing is, um, I want to be able to work this full time. Like now that I'm so invested into my business, but now that I'm invested into my business, I see that I want to do this full time. I don't want to do it part time anymore. I want to be able to do this full time and get my get the job done. I want yeah. to be able to reach out to as many people as I can, show as many people as I can, help as many people as I can. And um, I guess that would be my three goals right there. Okay. And before we pray over these three goals, because of course we're going to pray over it. Of course we're going to speak these into existence. Before we pray, is there any advice that you would give to any of the listeners that has a hair business or wants to start a hair business? Um, I would just say to think about what, think about your, your goal. I want you to write down a goal of while you're starting your business and just keep that in the back of your mind anytime you're doing anything regarding your business. Don't lose sight of what you're trying to do. Don't get discouraged by competitors or anyone else that's trying to do the same thing that you're trying to do. I always see posts like that. You know, the, the market is oversaturated and things mm-hmm. like that. You want to make sure that you're staying in your own little niche, niche, however you say the word, and um, stay true to yourself. And follow your dreams. You have a vision of why you wanted to start a hair business in the first place. Continue to follow your vision. That's good. Now, can you tell them where they can contact you and connect with you? So your social media handles, emails, website, all of that good stuff. Right. So my website is mylavishmain.com. Main as in M-A-N-E. Mylavishmain.com. I have an email. You can email info at mylavishmain.com. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is at my lavish main. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah. Those are the ways that you can contact website, email, or social media. Now I was in Orlando like a week and a half ago and you invited me to an event. So I would like you to tell them about that event as well. So I have another well, not another, but the group that I started um, is called The Boss Besties. We are The Boss Besties. Um, and that's just something that I started just randomly where I was feeling unmotivated myself. And I just wanted to reach out to a bunch of women that have their own business or their own platform or whatever they're doing specifically. And I wanted to just talk about business and our struggles and it started it turned into just a monthly thing so every month once a month we meet up and we discuss our goals we make goals um and then we discuss our prior month's goals and make new goals we have i have a facebook group called boss best seeds where people can go in post i post all the time about um different things that uh I see for myself and for other people's businesses. Um, so you can join the Facebook group. Um, so that's just something I have and I'm trying to grow myself because I, I see that. I, like I said, I like to encourage people. So now that I'm kind of learning the ins and outs of running a business, I want to be able to teach other people how to do the same thing because it's not easy. 
years really hard and you need support and I want to be there to provide support to people and have other people get support as well so that's something that I've been working on my my boss besties all right and I will be at a boss besties brunch when my family's not being stingy with me so (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much we're about to pray out is there anything else you wanted to leave with the listeners before we pray um, ladies, stay true to yourself. Ladies, men too. We all, you know, everybody that's that's got their own thing going. Just make sure that you know in yourself what you're what you're trying to do, and just believe in yourself that you can do it because you can do it. That's good. All right, let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, we just want to thank you for blessing us with another day. Father God, I just want to thank you for having Chanel on this podcast. Thank you for blessing me and allowing me to be a steward over this podcast. Father God, this is not my podcast. I am just a vessel that you're using, Father God. So I just want to thank you for this opportunity. I want to take the time to pray over Chanel and her business, Father God. I just pray that you give her the strength to be patient, Father God, and understand that what you have for her, she cannot miss, Father God. And she doesn't have to rush. She doesn't have to be in a hurry because her lane is her lane and nobody else can walk in her lane. Nobody else can reach the people that you've assigned to her, Father God. I pray that you give her a new level of consistency, Father God. Keep her consistent, Father God, because your word lets us know that faith without works is dead and we must continue to have that works if we want our faith to reach new levels and new levels, Father God. I pray that you give her peace when it comes to her finances, Father God. And I pray that she remembers that you are her source. Everything and anything that she will ever need comes from you and you alone. So she does not have to worry about finances. I pray that you remind her to just prepare. And once she prepares, you will make the way plain and clear to her, Father God. I rebuke the spirit of procrastination. Father God, she is not a procrastinator. She is a woman filled with purpose, Father God. And I also ask that you continue to teach her how to prioritize everything that you've called her to do, Father God. To whom much is given, much is required. But as long as she prioritize and stay consistent, the load will get lighter as she walks on this journey, Father God. I pray over her three goals, Father God. I pray over the lavish family that will be formed in 2020. I pray over her financial freedom, and I pray that she's able to step out and be a full-time entrepreneur with my lavish main hair company, Father God. We thank you for allowing us to be here and share these thoughts and these ideals and these goals with each other, Father God. Your word says that where two or more are gathered, there you will be. So I have 100% faith and trust that you are here with us, Father God. So I pray that you honor this prayer. I pray that you keep your hand over Chanel and her daughter and both of her businesses, Father God, and just allow her to thrive in her lane, in your will, Father God. I pray that the listeners of this podcast, I pray that they got something from this and they're able to apply it to their lives and apply it to their business. I pray that everyone has a blessed week, a prosperous week, a bossed up week. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Girl, you better speak on it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye.